0: Hello I'm Major Adrian Allman
1: and I'm Captain Claire Allman.
0: Welcome to the Birmingham Citadel Salvation Army podcast series. Birmingham Citadel is a Christian church located in Birmingham City Centre here in the UK. Each episode is a live recording of the Bible message shared during the Sunday worship service.
1: It's good to have you share with us and as you listen now we pray that God will speak to you. May you know God's abundant blessing today. I'm sure that many of you <coughs> will have caught up with some of the classics um, of films that have been, that are always on over Christmas. And one of the most classic and popular is the musical Oliver. Did you see it over Christmas? Some of you did, there's a little mumble. And there's probably the most famous part in the whole film, which is this bit. So we'll have a wee look at it for a minute, it's just a minute long. An expert, he says, Please, sir, can I have some more? And what does he say, <coughs> More <laughs> in a most animated way? Wanting more can be a very dangerous business. It got Oliver Twist into a whole lot of trouble. We prize the virtue of being satisfied with what we've been given, and rightly so. But then there are those, like Oliver, who somehow find the courage to wonder if they might actually be allowed to ask for more. They're the heroes and the heroines of the stories we love the most. They're the ones who help us to realize that hungering for more isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can be good. And then there's God's dreams and aspirations for our lives, which is even more than what we could hope or imagine. Sometimes we get so stuck in, in doing our own thing that we don't realize just how much we are really limiting ourselves and how much more there really is. We think, if only I could afford that car, or if only I could just live in that house, or if for just one time I could have a real holiday, or if I could find that perfect partner, get that perfect job. So when things don't happen the way we want them to, we usually end up settling for much less than what we were really hoping for. But you see, our God is not a God of mediocrity. He does want more for us. In Paul's prayer, he talks about uh, wanting the church at Ephesus to experience more and more of God in relationship with him. And in in, in, in so doing, see more of his power at work in their lives, more than they could ever imagine. He talks about being filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Whoa, I don't know about you, but never mind the Ephesians, that prayer is for me as well. That prayer is totally for me. You see, much of our experience or lack of experience of Christ's fullness in our lives is a result of us lacking the things that Paul goes on to pray for the Ephesians that they will experience and know. So, what are these things that he prays for so that the ephesians as well as us as we read through this can experience god in more than we could ever know imagine and be filled to the fullness well to start he emphasizes what he's been talking about through the first part of this letter and that is our need to be united in christ to be filled with the fullness of God, and to experience God in more than we could ever imagine, we need to be united as a family with Christ. He says this, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Who is his whole family in heaven and on earth? It is those of us who have been adopted, as he tells us in Ephesians 1, into his family. It is those of us who have received him, Who have believed in the name of christ as john tells us in john 1 that we are children of god so it begins with us trusting and receiving jesus christ as our savior but it goes beyond that just just it goes beyond just to that to being united in the body of christ the church so if you want to be filled to the measure of all the fullness of god and experience him in more than you could in ways you could more than you can imagine the question is first and foremost to be Have you received Jesus as your saviour? Have you? Are you part, therefore, of God's family? Are you united together with his family as part of the church? These things, receiving Christ and connecting with church, are absolutely essential if you're going to experience God in more than you could ever imagine be united as family with christ by receiving him and taking steps to connect to a church and truly be part of the church through service serving is what connects you to the church and to others in the church not just attending or being a member on a membership list connect and serve along with the body of christ and begin to be filled with the fullness of god secondly to experience God in more than we could ever imagine. We need to focus on our spiritual self. Paul goes on to say, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. I think it's important to notice here what Paul doesn't pray for, actually. He doesn't pray for the outer being, for, for physical health. He doesn't pray for a change in their circumstances. He doesn't pray that out of God's riches that they may be materially rich. He doesn't pray for any of those things. Now, I'm not saying that at times it's wrong to pray for our physical and material needs, but I think it's far more important to pray and focus on our spiritual selves. It was highlighted to me this week as I was studying this passage over the week about how much time we spend on improving our spiritual selves versus our physical selves. How much time do we spend getting ready for the day, showering, shaving, working out, picking out your clothes, doing your hair, putting on your makeup, etc. Now it's important, of course, to wash and to take care of our physical needs and physical self. But I think it is helpful for us to compare the time that we spend on our outward appearance and the time we spend growing spiritually. And I'm speaking to myself here as well. How much time do you spend praying, studying God's word, meditating on God's word, having conversations about what God is doing in your life? If a growing spiritual relationship with the lord is more important for us in wanting to experience god in more ways than we could ever imagine then we should be spending at least as much time caring for our inner spiritual life as we do for our outer physical life shouldn't we so if we're not what should we do well we we take steps we start perhaps we start a reading plan begin a reading plan if you've got a tablet or a phone on your phone Um, Here's a suggestion. I've got a screen here of some really good apps that you might want to look at if you have a tablet or a phone. If you've downloaded a Bible, there's lots of reading plans on the Bible apps. The Word for Today, First 15. I'm working through Lectio 365 at the moment. The Bible in one year. These are good apps to look through to help you in in perhaps in in spending time in prayer and in, in studying the Bible. But set aside time time to pray. Get up 15 minutes earlier. Turn off the radio in your car and pray. Or on your walk to the bus stop. Walk back from school the school drop-off. Listen to the Bible in your car or on a bus journey or train journey. Make a decision and plan out how you're going to fill it and pray to be strengthened with power in your inner self. Consciously make a decision and take a step to focus on your spiritual life. That's what's going to help you to be strengthened with power so that Christ may continually dwell and strengthen you through faith and experience God more, in more ways than you can ever imagine. But it's not just being strengthened in our spiritual self by faith. We also need to grasp God's limitless love. Paul says in his prayer those beautiful and familiar words in verses 17 to to 19. The Ephesians that Paul is writing to have already understood the gospel message and that the Lord loved them enough to send his one and only son to pay for their sins by dying on the cross. But now, Paul wants them to grow in truly grasping, knowing inside of themselves the love God has for them so that they would be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So how do we realize that love more? It was Epiphany Sunday last week, but I've had a bit of an epiphany this week. Um, As I've read and I've studied uh, these beautiful and powerful words, I have to truthfully and perhaps secretly say, I could never really grasp how wide and long and high and deep the love of Christ is for me. I couldn't see that. I couldn't kind of get that in my head. Um, And as I was reading um, this these words in, a study, in my study Bible. I read the accompanying notes and explained this to me in words that actually helped me to grasp his limitless love. And this is what it says. It says God's love is total. It reaches every corner of our experience. It is, it is wide. It covers the breadth of our own experience and it reaches out to the whole world. God's love is long It continues the length of our lives. That's eternally. It is high. It rises to the heights of our celebrations and elations. His love is deep. It reaches to the depth of discouragement, despair, and even death. When you feel shut out or isolated, remember that you can never be lost to God's love. Oh, how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. And as we recognize his unbelievably great and limitless love for us, his love fills us more and we are empowered in greater ways to continue on in our journey, experiencing the fullness of God more and more, more than we could ever imagine. And as we realize his great love, we are less prone to live for ourselves and our own pride, but to give the glory for our lives to the Lord and that's where this final part comes in to experience god in more than we could ever imagine we need to give god the glory and that's what paul ends his prayer with it's a great benediction to truly recognize who it is that empowers and enables us to live fully who gives us more more than we could ask or imagine now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine according to his power that that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. It is a recognition of the power that the fullness of God brings into our lives and the purpose of his filling us and enabling us to do what his will and his works through us. It is for God's glory. And as we recognise that, as we live for his glory, he fills us even more and uses us in even greater ways, in more than we could ever imagine. In C.S. Lewis's final Narnia chronicle, The Last Battle, Jewel, the unicorn says this, I've come home at last. This is my real country. I belong here. This is the land I have been looking for all my life, though I never knew it till now. The reason why we loved the old Narnia is that it sometimes looked a little like this. Come further up, come further in, he says. You know, like Oliver Twist, we who have been raised to life with Christ should be the hungriest of all to want more. Paul says that our hearts and minds should be set on things above, not on earthly things. Earthly things tells us that we should never dare to hope for too much or ask for more because, there, because that's all there is. But things above are things of God's kingdom, limitless possibilities, endless goodness, and more than enough to fill and fulfill us. And so like Jewel the unicorn, we can marvel at the beauty of what we've seen so far, but we're meant to keep on going further up and further in. Paul says in his message to the Colossians. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around, around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. God is always doing infinitely more than we realize. We can easily get stuck looking down at what's in front of us, seeing only the problems and the limitations, struggling to believe that our friends and families will find salvation, that our local communities will be transformed by love in action, that our world can become a kinder, fairer place. It's only when we look up to, at Christ that we can start to believe in seemingly impossible things. Being hungry for more isn't just about us and our worship together. It's the heartbeat of our mission. To be hungry for more for our families, our friends and our colleagues, for our villages, for our towns, for our cities and our nations. Being hungry for more means looking up at Christ, having bigger dreams and praying bigger bigger prayers. How might the infinitely more of god change the way you pray if anything is possible in this limitless kingdom what might you ask god to do where you are let's get hungry again hungry to experience more of god let's repent of the ways we've been limiting our god in our lives let's ask forgiveness of each of other, for the times we, our fears and our disappointments and our traditions have stopped God from doing new things in our church, in our communities, in our very lives. Let's agree together to dream bigger dreams and pray bigger prayers for those who haven't yet discovered the limitless love of God. And so on this commitment Sunday, let's commit to simply wanting more of God and seeing more of God at work around us you should all have been given a commitment card which each offers the opportunity which offers the opportunity It just looks like this or it could be a different colour it offers the opportunity at the beginning of this new year to, to make a new commitment to, to wanting to experience more of God more than you could ever imagine and the prayer on the back of this card says just here God, help me to discover more of your infinitely love and power in my life. God, help me to discover more of your infinite love and power in my life. What a simple but powerful prayer, eh, to make. And as we spend some time now just reflecting and responding, we're going to use a song, the song, Lord, I Come to You. And this song talks about the desire of god's love and power to be more evident in our lives and i'm going to read the words of this song before we sing it and take it in as we sing it lord i come to you let my heart be changed renewed flowing from the grace that i've found in you and lord i've come to know the weaknesses i see in me will be stripped away by the power of your love. Lord, unveil my eyes. Let me see you face to face, the knowledge of your love as you live in me. Lord, renew my mind as your will unfolds in my life, in living every day in the power of your love, that limitless love. And then the chorus says, hold me close, Let your love surround me. Bring me near, draw me to your side. And as I wait, I'll rise up like the eagle. I'm not just looking in front of me, down below. I'm looking around. And I will soar with you. Your spirit leads me on in the power of your love. It's about wanting more of God than we could ever imagine. And so as we sing, you may want to take this time to make that prayer and commitment to God to help you discover more of his infinite love and power in your life. You may want to sign the card to seal the deal, so to speak. You can do that where you sit right now. Or perhaps you want to go and pray with someone else and sign it with them in the room. Perhaps you might want to come to this place of prayer. There's pens here that you can use to to sign and kneel or sit before God. You may want to take the card and sign it in private at home or somewhere else. But let's take these moments to think and pray about how we want God to work in our lives this year. Do we really want more than we could ever ask or imagine? Do we? If you do, then perhaps you want to now commit to what that means for you. So let's sing the song together and allow the Lord to speak to you and respond as we sing and we pray. Thank you. So as we continue to make our prayers and make that commitment, we're going, to bring, we're going to sing those words again. We're going to go from the beginning. Lord, I come to you. Make that prayer again. And if you just want to sit quietly and make the prayer, that's fine. If you want to sing those words out, that's fine as well. But just let's allow the Lord to work in this time. Let these commitments be made. Let us ask for more than we could ever imagine for him to do his work and let us experience his love in this place as we sing. Thank you. <clears throat> ask Leslie just to keep playing the music and just let there just be silence as we pray and listen to the Lord. Sometimes there can be too much noise too much talking too much singing that we can't hear what God is wanting to say to us so let's not have that just now let's just be silent and just hear what God is saying and let's not be embarrassed or awkward about it just enjoy this time enjoy the time with the lord just now a beautiful song written by colin fairclough it's song 578 and the tune is 285 and the words say christ of glory prince of peace let thy life in mine increase that's what this commitment is all about that's what this prayer that paul has written is all about letting thy life in mine increase and in this second verse in particular it says fill me now so shall there be Christ in me, filled to all the measure. So let's take it up from this first verse. Christ of glory, Prince of peace, let thy life in mine increase. Is that your desire? Make the commitment this morning as we continue to pray. So we bow our hearts before you, Father God. You are the creator of everything we see in heaven and on earth. We pray that out of your glorious, unlimited resources, you would strengthen our hearts and minds through the power of your Holy Spirit. May your love be the rich soil in which our lives are rooted. May your love be the firm foundation on which we build so that together with all your people everywhere, we would come to truly understand how long, how high, how wide and how deep your love really is, how it far surpasses anything we can imagine. God, fill us with the fullness and the power that comes from you alone so that our lives would reflect your goodness and grace to the world around us. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast this week.
1: So you don't miss any further recordings, please subscribe to this podcast and also share and review it to help other people find and join our Birmingham Citadel online congregation.
0: This has been a production for Birmingham Citadel Salvation Army in the United Kingdom. If you'd like to know more about us or want to worship with us, then visit our webpage at birminghamcitadel.co.uk.